Hello again. So glad you came. It's me, Peter Alsop, here with Chapter 4 of In the Hospital. Today we've got a song about a boy named Samet who shrinks himself down to a size of a grain of sand so small that he can go into his own bloodstream on a stallion and fight with a dragon that's inside of him. Whoa! There's a song about turning needles into noodles and another song called New Ground about when you've lost something you love, how you can always find other new and beautiful things around you when you keep your eyes open. It's all here in Chapter 4 of In the Hospital. You ready? Here we go. Just because something's serious doesn't mean it's not funny. Here, check out what I did to my head. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa look, <laughs> look at a tattoo of a pig in a dress. Yeah, what great imagery. What's imagery? You make pictures in your head. I think about the weak little yellow cancer cells being chased around and chewed up by hundreds of little girl pigs. <laughs> I'm doing stuff like that with my cancer. Hey, I know a song about a kid kid named Samet who used imagery to help himself get better. You want to hear here? Yeah! yeah. Okay, sure. Okay. Every evening, just at bedtime, Samet puts his armor on. Jumps up on his great white stallion, grabs his sword and then he's gone. Riding faster than the wind, he races through the countryside. Moonlight streaming down on him, he's off to fight the dragon that's been burning him inside. Soon he sees the giant body of a little boy asleep. He rides up to the giant ear and listens to the giant breathe. He knows the giant's really him and he must go inside it seems. He's bigger than a mountain range and Samet knows the dragon's waiting in the land of dreams. And Samet yells his battle cry, Habari halu ale. Charges in and Salmon knows they're both afraid Through the twisting, turning tunnels Hoofbeats pound the passageways Along the bloody, steaming rivers Within the giant's neck Brave Salmon gallops through the maze Through the viney, sinew forest under tendon trees and bone They can feel the dragon roaring Soon they'll reach the dragon's home Then through the smoke of burning flesh The dragon's laughter cuts the air He throws his hot and stinking breath The stallion trips brave Samet falls into the dragon's lair And Samet sees the dragon's eye Sees the hint of fear within. Could it be Haru Harai? The dragon is afraid of him. The power runs through Samet's arms. He feels the rainbow light inside. He draws his mighty healing sword and strikes the fire breathing monster right between the eyes. Dragon knows his days are numbered His fire's gone, he turns to run He's growing smaller, growing weaker And Samet knows the time has come He raises up his healing sword He's stronger than the foul disease 
dragon screams and disappears And now the giant body of this boy can heal him Whistles for his stallion who comes running to his master's side. And Salmon leaps up on his back and off again for home they ride. Off again for home they ride. Every evening just at Bedtime, Samet puts his armor on, jumps up on his great white stallion, grabs his sword, and then he's gone. Wow, that was a great song, Peter. Yeah. A dream last night about an octopus, and when I woke up, I was all twisted in my IV. What's an IV? It's this bottle thing here with the tube going down into my arm. It stands for intravenous. I have one too, Peter. It's just not hooked up right now. It's the way they put liquid medicine right into my bloodstream. At least you don't have to taste it. Does it hurt hurt? No, just when they put in the needle. I hate needles. It's like getting poked with uncooked spaghetti. Me too. But Diane says sometimes it's got to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, well, if I was the head head of this hospital here, things would be different. If needles were noodles, I'd cook up caboodles so no one would ever get hurt. If I was the head of this hospital here, I'd bring in a dump truck of sterilized dirt. I'd say, let the kids play, do whatever they say, and give them whatever they want for dessert. Needle, 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 needle. If doctors and nurses would rock to and fro, we could sit on their heads and say, giddy up, go! Ride them around and collect all the pills, and pile them up into sliding down hills. Take off the stethoscopes, chuck the white coats, slide down the pills using bedpans for boats. Yeah! Needle, 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 needle. If syringes were squirt guns, I'd find some big ones. I'd fill them with punch or with soup left from lunch. I'd go under my bed, and when somebody said, Hey, that kid is in here, where'd that kid disappear? Well, <laughs> I might squirt their shoe. Good idea. Just to see what they do. <laughs> hey, you know, if elephants came here to get themselves fixed, yeah. they'd sneeze with their trunks, blow the paint off the bricks. <laughs> and a kid type thermometer isn't so fine for giant big elephants' temperature time. <laughs> You've got to be careful, don't lose it inside. Cause if you get a man, whoa, there's no place to hide. Need Ali Noodali, need Ali Noodali. If wheelchairs flew, I know what I'd do Well, I'd float down the hall when the doc comes to call Make up a story about hospital food And say, doc, my dinner just tastes so good That I saved some for you Come on, take a big bite The doctor would say, are you sure you're all right? I am fine 
germs look like worms. We dip them in ink <laughs> and we make them paint lines as they drain down the sink. If pillows could talk, yeah, I know mine would say, get your head out of bed and go outside and play. If the things in our song haven't happened well, then well, maybe we better just sing it again. Come on! Cook up caboodles so no one would ever get hurt If we were the head of this hospital here We'd bring in a dump truck of sterilized dirt We'd say let the kids play, do whatever they say And give them whatever they want for dessert to sing. I've been really depressed lately yeah. since Cheryl died last week. Gee, you know someone who died last week? Yeah, she was my roommate for a while. Huh. I liked her. She oh, was wow. funny. Yeah, she always acted like nothing was wrong whenever her dad came to visit. Well, you know, you don't want your parents to be all bummed out when they come to see you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess so, yeah. Sometimes it's like a friend is still with you, you know, when you remember them. Yeah. I bet you see a lot of things that remind you of her if you just keep your eyes open. The leaf falls from the tree, the sap runs deep. Snow in the winter covers seeds that sleep. Sun melts the ice and the warm earth gives Water to the sprouts and the green world lives Watch for a sign, keep your heart alive The spirit breaks new ground whenever something dies Watch the shadows closely, the tears will clean your eyes. The spirit breaks new ground whenever something dies. You may have lost a toy, you may have lost a dream You may have lost a friend Someone who you need Your chest can feel the pain That makes it hard to breathe But your love will always stay And the pain will for a sign keep your heart alive the spirit breaks new ground whenever something dies watch the shadows closely the tears will clean your eyes the spirit breaks new ground whenever something
Well, that sounded wonderful. Hi, Penny. Uh-oh, Bill, it's Nurse Penny. I know. And you two boys aren't supposed to be down here on the oncology ward, are you? Well, Skeeter, I, I mean, Susan is my friend, and we wanted to, well, you see, these yeah. are her friends, and Peter was driving me by the neighborhood. Me? And well... Okay, now he can drive you right back to bed. Now move. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, move, move. Is everyone all right? Oh, he was driving. Oh, no, I was just following orders, ma'am. <laughs> Sorry. You two better get into bed now. Peter, you need a good night's sleep. Remember, we talked about you having the CAT scan tomorrow morning. Oh, no, I forgot. Hey, hey, I don't think I need it anymore. See, my ukulele is gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'll explain everything to you before we do it, so you won't be scared. <sighs> we just need to make sure you're okay. Good night, you two. And Bill? Yes, ma'am. The only way you're going to get back to walking is to walk. And that's what you're going to do tomorrow. Oh, no! Uh, you can do it. So let's go. Into bed. One more quick ride? No! no. Okay. Good night. Good night. What did she say to you about a cat's butt? Not a cat's butt, Bill. A cat's can. Oh, it's a big machine that, that takes a picture of my head or something. She says it's like an x-ray. <sighs> Boy, I'm tired. I gotta get some sleep. Yeah, me too. Yeah, good night. Turn off the light, will ya? Okay. Hey, Bill, when they operated on you, like, was it scary or what? Uh, not really. <sighs> I mean, I was a little scared before it happened, but once they gave me the anesthesia drugs, I don't remember anything except the dream I had. Hmm? What was your dream about? It was really strange, Peter. So, we'll stop here for now. We'll find out what Bill's dream was about next week. Our song about Samet and the Dragon today was originally written for an old friend, Dr. Joseph Currier, who wrote a series of books and recordings for kids about wellness many years ago. It was called the Well and World series. He was one of the medical pioneers who realized that actively engaging a child's imagination can be helpful on a number of different levels. It can be powerfully used to enhance and participate in our own healing process. It can help us cope with painful or unpleasant events or sensations, and it can even create a pleasant alternative to boredom. It's best utilized along with medical treatment, not as a substitute. Nowadays, though, even traditional medical professionals recognize that visualization can help our internal healing processes and bring about more rapid healing and positive outcomes. Children are very receptive to visualization techniques since mental imaging is something they do naturally while listening to stories or daydreaming. Our own nurse, Penny Peffley, came up with most of the words in our Needly Noodly song that we just did. We put it on the album because hospitals are so full of strangers, new words, and unfamiliar sights, sounds and smells, machines, and objects that can be intimidating places even for adults. So imagine what it must feel like to a small child. There are things that we can do to help a child feel more in control and master the feeling of being overwhelmed, scared, and powerless. That's what we model in this song. Having fun with unfamiliar objects and procedures and thinking or singing about the funny things that can happen can lessen our fears in a hospital environment. This technique, known as desensitization, is similar to the immunizations we give children to prevent disease. It allows them to interact with the words and objects in small, harmless doses so that eventually they will see them as less stressful. One example of desensitization making a tremendous difference involved a toddler who needed a warm pack supplied to her eye every three hours. She was so fearful that she would thrash around during the procedure, fighting it and crying. 
The next time the procedure was done, her nurse allowed her to play with the wet gauze and put it wherever she wanted to, including on the nurse and her dad. Following that, she allowed the nurse to place the warm soaks on her hand, then on her arm and her shoulder, and finally on her eye without any struggle. Pokes, or shots, or what they call needles, are probably the number one fear of children, and few children escape this experience while in the hospital, whether it's an injection or an IV start or a blood test. While it may be impossible for a child to fully understand why they are being hurt when we are supposed to be making them better, it's important for them to know that they are not being punished and that this will help them get better. Be honest, but stay relaxed and say something like, it may hurt for a minute, honey, and then it'll be over. I'll hold your hand if you want me to help you hold still, and it's okay to cry. Younger kids may be afraid that all their blood will leak out and need to be reassured that only a small amount will be taken and the hole will close. Band-aids are very important to some children. Be sure to offer them. And then we played our song, New Ground, because when we lose someone or something important to us, no matter what the reason or how temporary it may be, we feel an emptiness and sadness inside. For a child entering the hospital, losses may range from having to miss a birthday party to more devastating losses such as loss of hair or amputation. This is also true for parents who are confronted with the loss of all the dreams and expectations that go along with the idea of having a perfectly healthy child. And death is a very difficult topic. Nowadays, most medical professionals avoid using the phrase terminal illness. We now recognize how our minds and bodies are connected and that thinking about our illness as terminal may lessen our ability to mobilize our own internal defenses and depress our will to live. People do die from diseases, but there are other terms such as catastrophic illness or life-threatening disease that are at least open-ended, permitting hope to live. As Skeeter's friend Jason says, no one knows for sure. We adults are often unclear about our own feelings, so discussing death and loss with kids can be very difficult for us. Children with catastrophic illnesses often know when their parents can't or won't face their own fears about their child's death. Kids in these situations usually protect their parents by maintaining the same level of denial that their parents have. As Enoch says, you don't want your parents to be all bummed out when they come to see you, right? The opposite of love is not hate but fear. When we are afraid, our fears can cripple our ability to be loving and open to the feelings of our loved ones. Children with life-threatening illnesses, regardless of their age, need the comfort of being with or talking to someone who will be accepting of their fears, concerns, and unfinished business. It's so important to say, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be not okay. Children sometimes try to be brave for us and need permission to cry, express anger, and grieve their losses. Crying is a healthy way to release pent-up stress, Fear, loneliness, sadness, we all need to do it. Healthcare people, too. If we permit them to see our sadness, we let them know it's okay to feel sad and to talk about it. Songs like this are a great way to bring it up. And I found that it's true that when I'm really sad about losing something, if I keep my eyes and ears open and listen and look around, I always find something new and beautiful growing or going on somewhere near me. Unexpected strength, wisdom, compassion, insight, Sensitivity and acceptance can grow out of a loss experience. Watch for a sign. Keep your heart alive. So that's it for today. I'm Peter Alsop. I give great thanks to Nurse Diane, Nurse Penny, and Bill Harley for the support and incredible contributions they made to this project. And thanks to you all for stopping by. Please share this if you think it might help someone or let your doctor or nurse know about it as a resource they might find helpful. Bye for now. See you next week for Chapter 5 of In the Hospital.